Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Talk. I hope you are all having a lovely day. In this episode, we have a very lovely and inspiring guest, Alyssa. How are you? Of course. I'm so excited to have you on here. So before we get started, tell us a little bit more about you and your passions and all that. Yeah, so my name is Alyssa, and like yourself, I live in New England. Um, I was born with a genetic disease called spinal muscular atrophy. Um, It's a form of muscular dystrophy. And in 2013, I sort of started a blog about my life, and it was mostly to talk about just like the everyday happenings and to show that SMA, my disease, is more than just a medical diagnosis, um, that having a fulfilling life is still possible. And yes. that sort of became like the catalyst, I guess, mm-hmm. by what I did today. Yeah. Um, so presently, I, I blog on my Instagram. And I talked about anything from life with a disability to mental health. I shared some artwork on there. And I also just share like fun everyday photos because that's what Instagram is all about. Um, So I do that. And I write a column about my disease. And I am also the chief creative officer for a fashion startup. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've everything. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's incredible. Um and also too, you're so creative and you're so artistic and I love that about you because I'm also very artistic and creative. So tell us a little bit more about that. I mean, you do your own designs and it, it's really cool because you actually incorporate your designs in your life. Yeah, so I, I has always been like a way of expressing myself, and I have been drawing since since I can remember. Like I've always really loved to do it. Um, as a kid, I think it was a way for me to channel, yeah, um, like my shortcomings as someone with a disability. So, like for example, I may not have been able to go outside and play in the snow. So instead, I would draw that out instead. And right. it was a way for me to talk with the things that I couldn't do. And then I sort of just, I guess I just stuck with it. Yeah. And then uh, when the pandemic started, I had all this free time on my hands. <laughs> yeah. As we all do. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I decided to really get back to drawing. And I taught myself Adobe Illustrator. And then ever since then, I've just, I honestly draw every single day, whether it's something that I'm going to share with others or just something simply yeah. for the practice. 
Yeah, it is a really, you're so right about that. It really is like it helps you cope. It helps me cope with a lot. Um, And also, too, it's an emotional release. You can really just get everything out on paper and really just, yeah, express yourself. It's definitely an expressive outlet. Um, Art is so powerful. You know, it really is. And again, you can just channel so many emotions. And and, oh, my gosh, it's it's incredible. And your artwork is very, very incredible. Um, I use Adobe Illustrator as well. So (laughs) I love it. I think I'm I'm amazed by what you do. It's amazing. I love it. Well, thank you. So kind of you. Um, So also, too, you talk a lot about mental health. um, Mm -hmm. And I talk a lot about mental health on my podcast as well. I think it's very important. You think it's very important as well. So can you take a little bit into, you know, what mental health really means to you and why it's important to talk about it? Yeah, you know, so I, I am a bit advocate. For mental health, I, there's like this quote, I'm not sure who said it, but the quote says, we all have mental health. And I think that's really powerful because there's just so many stigmas that are attached to mental health. Mm-hmm. And people will say, oh, I don't have mental health, or I'm fine, or whatever. But like, if you have thoughts and feelings, you have mental health. Yeah. And I think... You know, just like how you would tend to your body, you would eat healthy foods, you would exercise, you get lots of sleep, just like all those things that go into your physical health to keep you healthy, your mental health needs that too. Right. So like for me personally, I tend to put a heavier focus on my mental health because it's crucial to my well-being and I have a lot of health issues that are attached to my disease and focusing on my mental health sort of keeps me in track or on track I should say and focuses on what's important and having that mental toughness gives me strength to tackle the day essentially yeah, so true. Making it priority and, you know, taking, you know, really just going for it and really, again, just, just conquering it, I think is huge. And a lot of people, they do tend to neglect their mental health and mm-hmm. they don't really think it's important. You know, they don't really think, oh, well, it's whatever. No, you're so right. It absolutely is very, very important. And you're so right. It goes hand in hand. I mean, if your mental health's not well, then how is how is your physical health going to be well? You know what I mean? It goes, it definitely goes hand in hand. Um Absolutely. And, you know, to relating, I guess you can say sort of back to mental health. I mean, you're on social media and I love your posts. I think they're so educational. I think they're so inspirational. Um, You know, how do you, how do you, what's your take really on on social media? Yeah, so that's a tricky question. I mean, there's so many great aspects. The social media and, yeah. and it has been a great tool for me to connect with people to share my life this and that but there are some detrimental effects to it um i honestly like within the last year or so it's been more challenging for me because um i get a lot of negative comments not a lot i get negative comments and yeah Obviously, the positive ones outweigh the negative ones, but it's still really challenging to yeah. 
that comments like that. So actually something that I do is I get off social media every weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. take two days off. I separate myself from that life and I just focus more on me and my mental health so that I can be stronger and better to serve others, you know, on my platform. But right. it is challenging. Yeah. I think you really have to strike the balance and you also have to just know yourself worth and know that what these strangers are saying about you on the internet is not true. It, but again, like it's still it still hurts, it still stains. Yeah. So you really have to just like I said, balance that. Yeah. Yeah, and set boundaries. And I think that's so um cool that you actually take the weekends off. Um I uh, <laughs> it's very, very smart. Um, again, it's again, yeah, social media can be very addicting. People think, oh, I have to be on it 24-7, you know, did I have to keep up? I have to keep up. But no, right, I mean, yeah. you're so right. Take time out for yourself. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, negativity on Instagram or social media in general or the internet in general, I mean, it can be so, so bad. And I've been through hate too. I mean, it happens to the best of us. And it's honestly, yeah, I mean, we're, we're obviously going to get offended and we're obviously going to, you know, get emotional about it because we're human. We're, we're all human. We all have exactly, feelings. Yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. Um, how do you deal with that? You know, how have you dealt besides, you know, taking breaks on social media? I mean, how have you really dealt with that, you know, that negative um, attention on you? I think that it goes back to the self-worth and then, yeah. but also just like having people in your Twitter that know the value and not the internet right. version of you so that you can go to someone and say, I got this comment, what the heck? And they can just sort of not sense into <laughs> you and just like give you the love that you deserve and not the hate that you think you deserve or whatever. So yeah. definitely have an army of people that know you and love you and accept you who you are and also sort of have perspective that a stranger on the internet who's saying something negatively about you knows nothing about you and has no grounds to say those things. That's so true. Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy on social media too because every anybody can really pose as someone else. Anybody can hide behind a screen and say something mean or say something nasty. But you're you're so right. You know. you, you know, even though as much as you want to take it personal or as somebody wants to take it personal, um, yeah, you're so right. You you really can't. You know, they don't know you, <laughs> you know. Uh, they don't know who you are. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that a thousand percent. So also, too, um, relating to support systems, and I guess this kind of falls in the mental health category as well, but, you know, who is your support system? Yes, I mean, you know, I think, over the years and just throwing an online community, I consider my Instagram friends, my yeah. my blog community, I consider all those people to be a part of that support system, but also just my family. I have two very loving parents. Yeah. And a yeah. loving brother. They're all very close and I think their support their unconditional love has 
and then Dodd sent to me, and then just even just I have a good group of friends, but even just having my oh sorry, my dog says but even just having a few friends who know you who you are and just yeah they can love you and be there for you when you are having a bad day or you just need someone to talk to. I would say those are hugely um, impactful to my support system. Yeah. Yeah, sports system, and you're so right about having Instagram friends. I have so many Instagram friends, and you know, yeah, again, you can really connect, and even people that you can relate to. I've met so many different, you know, creators, and so many people that love art, just like you. Uh, you know, so many people that I can, you know, just connect with. Um, also, too, relating to your dog. Oh my gosh, I think that's so cute. What, what's his, what's his or her name? So I have two children retrievers. Oh. Um, I have Vince. He was named after one of my favorite Patriots players, Ms. Wilford, and then I have Wish, who's my service dog. Aww, that's but so I think the Denny and delivery, and that was my name about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they can be so, like, animals. Like, because I, I just got a husky, and they can be so, so, like, healing and just, mm-hmm. like, therapeutic. I know, like, my dog, he's hyper. I mean, he's so, you know, he's 10 weeks old, but oh, it's, my he's so, like, calm, though. And it's so, and you can probably agree with this. I mean, the energy that comes from them. Yes. It's incredible. Dogs are very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just so amazing that how well, like, honestly, sometimes I feel like my dogs know me better than I know myself. Yeah, that's so true. I know they're like, they have souls, and you know mm-hmm. it's, you know, and it's so, so. You have a service dog. I do. So, to anybody who doesn't know what that is, um, what is a service dog, and what what purpose does you know that serve for you? So, um, service dogs can hold many different purposes. Mine specifically is an emotional support mm-hmm. dog. Um, Prior to getting to, I had an actual service dog. Well, there are service dogs, but I had a service dog that did more like physical commands, like okay. open and shut doors, turn on lights, you know, things like that. This time, um, my dog is again an emotional support dog, and she was actually trained to work in a hospital setting. Okay. So um, she's very cuddly, very loyal. She's always by my side, just keeping watch on me. Um, She's really sweet. But it also just, I really, um, how do I say this? Like, I love the social aspect she brings because when I'm out in public, I often get stared at or mm. maybe treated differently because uh-huh. of my disability. And when I have Wish with me, she's a conversation starter. Aww. And people are more approachable. They will talk to me and ask me questions. So even in that respect, she's sort of breaking down those social stigmas that exist for people with disabilities. Um, and that's another great thing about her. I love her. 
she's a sweetie yeah yeah and you know so you um you did say that you know you have been um you know treated differently mm-hmm. and you know does that have you know when that does happen um you know and, and how and how re- well I have two questions um when that happens how do you handle it and what is the usual circumstance when that happens yeah you know I just it's something I've dealt with my whole life yeah. and to be honest I don't know that I handle it well um yeah. oftentimes you know oftentimes what happens is I'm overlooked and whoever I'm with, like someone will ask questions to the person I am with instead of me. Okay. Um, yeah, and usually that's really disheartening yeah. for me because of course they're assuming I can't speak for myself right. or I'm incapable and it's really just unfair for yeah. their judgments. Um, I... I just how I handle it. Um, I made it a little sassy at times, <laughs> yeah. and I will obviously speak up for myself. So I will talk really loud and really stand by you too, those <laughs> people. But also, some days it's just I don't know. It just really hurts, and instead yeah. I sort of shy away, and I just let it be because some days are just harder than others if that makes sense yeah Uh, but yeah yeah I that's so true I mean we have good days and we have our bad days no day can be you know perfect I mean perfection Mm -hmm. doesn't exist um as you know you know I mean everyone knows that well some people they don't know that (laughs) they think everything's perfect (laughs) and can be perfect um but no I mean I I mean I can agree with that 100% I mean I I've definitely, um, I, I haven't been exactly what you've been through, but I've definitely been treated differently as well. So it's, yeah, you're so right about that. It can really be disheartening and it can really affect you and your mental health and everything around there. And yeah, absolutely. But you just have to, um, you know, move on, you know, like go somewhere else, you know, don't let it, you know, disrupt your day. And yeah, exactly. Like move on. Um, so also too, regarding social media, you do little reminders and you do the illustrations and you always, you know, reminder quotes or things like that. And I think that that's so powerful. It's so inspiring. It's so creative. Yeah. I think it's incredible. And, you know, where do you really find your inspiration for your designs? Um, I mean, I'm laughing because I think most of the time, like, my inspiration comes from what I need to tell myself (laughs) in that moment versus, like, what I'm trying to tell others. So I always just try to take mental notes of where I'm at, how I'm feeling, what is it that I need to hear for myself and my well-being and then I take that and I might create a quote or something and share it um as far as like artistically speaking I really just try to I try to be very self-aware because you never know where you might get inspiration and I'm sure you feel the Mm -hmm. same way but it can be yeah it can be I don't know a flower you saw 
Yeah. You don't out rock it or something like just really be really in your surroundings and always paying attention to details. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, absolutely. And you and you also too, relating back to your messages and your art, um, you did I don't I think it was a reel. Um, you did you, you did this reel and it and it says backhanded compliments as inspirational quotes. <laughs> yes. And I love that. I think that's incredible. <laughs> Um, you know, talk a little bit more about that. I think that's very, very uh, powerful. I think it's very cool. I think it's very, it's it's almost like, it's almost witty, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it really, uh, it lets my fast shine through that video. But yeah, you know, I, I think um, back in the compliments of really common yeah. for the people with disabilities, like, for example, I'm trying to think some examples I used. I know one of them was like, you're so lucky you get to sit all day long. And I'm like, are you trying to be nice to me right now? Because <laughs> sitting all day long can be painful. Yeah. My muscles get like tight and achy. Like, it's not as glamorous as yeah. you think it is. Or so like, true. oh, you're just so pretty. For someone in a wheelchair and something like that, I'm like, uh-huh. what does that even mean? Am I not allowed to be pretty? Like, yeah. uh, I mean, things like that is just, I I think it just ties back to that stigma of that yeah. societal perception that exists for people with disabilities. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you have talked about, um, you know, your your wheelchair and how that wheelchair gives you the independence. Mm-hmm. And it, the freedom, yes. Exactly. And a lot of people, and I'm sure you've heard this, they would think, oh, well, you know, that must be horrible because she's in a wheelchair. And I'm sure you hear a lot of that. And yeah you know, what, you know, how does, for people who don't really know, and I mean, I know because I'm a fan, but, and I, <laughs> and I read your stuff, but, you know, what is really, you know, the independence factor of that? Yeah, so I think people um, will often think of a wheelchair as being confining, but I'm confined to a wheelchair is bound to it, but really, my wheelchair gives me the freedom to live my life, essentially. Right. Like, it is, it is my legs. Like, a person walks, I use wheels to get around, and it has brought me on so many different journeys and experiences. And I personally think of it as something as a powerful and impactful tool for yeah. my independence. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that, that's so true. And I love that you actually, you, you spread light on that. Um, because again, you, well, you spread a light on a lot of topics that most people wouldn't be educated about and most people wouldn't know anything about. Um, and I've learned a lot from you. I've learned, I'm sure a okay. lot of people have learned a lot from you as well. Um, you know, and your, you know, ultimately, what message or purpose um, do you want people to take away from you and your journey? 
Yeah, those are just one of I did do so much for Tomorrow. Uh, yeah. I did this just so, like, to me, it's just my life. So it doesn't feel like I'm agitating others, if that makes sense. So, like, to me, I'm like, why would anyone care about this? Or, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's really comforting to know that what I'm doing is serving others in a meaningful way. So, yeah. thank you for that. Of course everything um, you do is so meaningful <laughs> yeah it's incredible so then the my bad way the message um i think like the overall thing theme or way i'm trying to make and everything i do is just simply the fact that you are worthy like you are worthy with who you are just as you are right here, right now. And and I say that because in connecting with so many people over the last, I don't know, several, several years and all these different people coming from different walks of life, I found that at the end of the day, we just, we all want to feel like we belong. Yeah. And that we just want to feel like our lives have meaning because mm-hmm. they do. Like at the end of the day, our lives do matter, but it's so easy to get wrapped up in the I don't know the daily nuances and challenges or like the difficulties we face that we often forget that. So I I really try and make it a point to share that your worthiness isn't determined. But you think that it's already within you, just waiting for you to believe it. Yes, yes. Very, very, very true. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I can agree with that more. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, also, before I let you go, I have one last question to ask you guys. Everybody in my podcast, what would you say is one word or quote that you live by? Okay. Um I think I would say that my one word is embrace. Yeah. Um, I and so my answer that I would just say embrace every moment of your life, both good and bad, because when you embrace the good moments, you realize how fortunate you are, you can come from a place of gratitude and joy. And I think this is really two important things to have in your life. Mm-hmm. But then just also embracing the bad moments as well because in those moments of when you have learned lessons that you can sort of take with you in yeah. the future and you can learn from your mistakes or hardships and turn that into something good. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, it's so funny. I live by the same exact thing. Like, it's, I, like, honestly, like, I always say that to myself as well. Like, you wouldn't be able to see the good without the bad. And you wouldn't be able to see the bad without the good. Exactly. You know, yeah. Hand in hand. Absolutely. That's just, that's how life goes. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Well, thank you so much again, Alyssa, for being here. I, this was a treat. This was so, so amazing. And again, thank you so much for being here. 
Yes, they do. Very, very.